It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. I'm Danny Brewer. Welcome back to Middle Tennessee Christian School Coaches Corner here. We're talking with Christian Peterson, head football coach of the Cougars. Coach, how are we this morning? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, sir. I mean, we got sunshine. Uh, you know, it, it it's October. The The weather's good. I mean, hey, what more can you ask for? Right. Yeah, not a whole, not a whole lot to complain about right now. Yes, sir. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Middle Tennessee Christian School. Last night's game, PCA, uh, looks like you look pretty good there, Coach. I mean, uh, pitched a shutout, right? Yeah, no, I'm really proud of the kids. Uh, every time you play, you know, crosstown rivalry game, there's going to be so much emotion involved. Uh, it doesn't matter what sport it is, whether it's football, baseball, basketball. Um, there's going to be so much, so much talk about it leading up to the game, so much emotion going into the game. So really what we talked about all week was – Yes, there's going to be emotion, but you can't play solely off emotion. Go out, execute, do your job, be who we've been all year. Don't try and do things you haven't done all year. And I think they did a really good job of understanding what the situation was, what we were there to accomplish, and uh, executed really well. Really proud of them. Coach, so let's talk a little bit about this. You know, PCA, it's a neighborhood rivalry. This is their first year playing football. Was it important to maybe send a little bit of a message of, hey, we know you guys are uh, are playing football now, but we're still Middle Tennessee Christian School? I mean, I think it's always when you play a rival, it doesn't matter how long they've been playing, if you've been playing for 100 years or if you've been playing, you know, this is the first time. I think you always want to try and come out on top and uh, you always want to play your best game against them. And, you know, when I was back home in Florida, we had another school that was – five minutes down the road that they got that high school got built when I was in eighth grade. So I played in the first ever game that one as a sophomore. So I've kind of been a part of that first game atmosphere before. And I think it's just, it's different, right? Like you're going to see those people all year long. You know, it's different than playing Kings who's three hours away when you're not going to see those kids again until you play them the next year, you're going to see these PCA kids again. And you always want to be able to, to know when we played you on the field, we won, and we'll see you again next year. We'll put the ball down. We'll see what happens. So the last night's game, I think, was at MTSU uh, yes, on sir. the turf at MTSU. Uh, talk about that as far as being in a little bit bigger setting and what that was like for your kids. So I think it was it's a cool experience, right? Like not many times the high school kids get to play in a in a college stadium. Uh, so it was it was definitely cool. Um, really happy that they got the to kind of experience that that big stadium um you know and i think the fans uh really did a good job of showing up you know, it was it was pretty well packed on our side and uh they had quite a bit of fans on their side too so it was really good uh really good high school environment uh playing on the turf have you guys had any games on turf this year or was that your first game on turf uh that was our second so when we went down to florida we played on turf Okay, and and does does the playing on turf does that change anything at all as far as 
how you game plan or, or any is does it make any difference at all? Not really. Um, I was a little bit more nervous going to Florida than I was this one because they have a blue turf. And so, uh, you know, you just don't know. I'd heard stories of when the first time you play on it, you th- you see things out of your peripheral that you don't normally see because the grass is the grass is now blue. Um, but when you're playing on a, on a green turf, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, making sure you're you got your footing underneath you when you're making your cuts and stuff. But other than that, you really you're just once the game starts, you're just playing football. Forty-one nothing was the final. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Let's highlight some of the kids. Uh, Yates Garen, uh, eight carries, eighty-five yards, and a touchdown. And I think uh, that's as your quarterback. And he was six for eight uh, with another TD pass. And talk about that kid. Oh man, he uh, he played really well last night. Uh, he threw a touchdown pass to uh, to Eli in the end zone. That was uh, it was a go route. Ball dropped in right right in the bucket. It was uh, right in the end zone. Uh, you can't you can't throw a better pass than what he did there. Uh, did a lot of really good things. He ran really hard. Uh, really really proud of of what he did last night. And then uh, you know would finish the drive and after running or throwing for however many yards, you put his gloves on, go on kickoff, and then go play defense. And so uh, just proud of the proud of the effort that he gave last night. When you have a dual threat quarterback who can make it happen with his legs and then also drop it in the bucket, I like that term, drop it in the bucket. Uh, when you can do that, uh, when you have that as a weapon offensively, I mean, makes your job a little bit easier as a, as a, a head coach, right? Absolutely. I mean, it changes how people have to play you. Uh, if you just go, if you just go man across the board, you know, we've got we've got kids that can beat you, and we've got a quarterback that can make the throws, and so it starts to force you to to play different coverages on the back end. And once you do that, now it opens back up the run game, and so it all kind of goes hand in hand. Um, you know, him, him being able to, to throw the ball the way he's been able to throw the ball this year is, has really helped the entire offense kind of, kind of go, you know, I not always have the yards in each game, right? Because if we're running the ball really well, then we just, there's no point in throwing, uh, when we're up on people, but you know, when, when we have those opportunities to throw it, he's, he's come through every time and, you know, we've been really excited about him. Let's talk about Eli Wilson. Talk about running the ball. Eli Wilson, I mean, 14 carries, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, plus, he had another catch for a touchdown. What about that kid? Yeah, he uh, he showed up last night. Uh, he's been kind of – he's been battling all year. You know, he kind of started the year a little banged up. And he finally got healthy, and then he got banged up again. And it's all soft tissue stuff. It wasn't anything like he got hit and got hurt. It was, you know, I know he's been frustrated. Uh, so it was, it was good to finally see him be a hundred percent last night. You know, we kind of gave him the ball and let him go, and uh, he's special with the ball in his hands. And so there's times where, we're, you know, kind of like we had said with, earlier this year with Brooks, you just kind of give him the ball and watch what happens. And sometimes we'll just put him in a spot and you know what, just give the ball to Eli and let's let's see what he does. And uh, he, he's a special player, and uh, really glad he's on our team. And uh, he he balled out last night. Really really proud of him. So when when we talk about having a kid like that, I mean you know just just like like Yates when you when you have a kid like Eli Wilson, it, it just it, it's a joy, right? I mean not only because he produces, but the kind of kid he is too. Absolutely, yeah. And he's grown so much, um, really from from when we got here uh, when he was a sophomore to now, uh, especially in the the leadership role. You know he was. 
he was always really good, right? He was always a really good player, and and now he's he's doing such a good job of of making sure that the younger guys understand what they're supposed to be doing, um, the the teaching side of it, right? And and uh, really proud of that step that he's taken. You know, you talk about that that senior that senior leap, right? It happens to all the kids and all of a sudden they blink in their seniors and their, and their career's almost over and they're looking around and now all of a sudden there's a little bit more urgency to it. And, uh, you know, some kids handle it really well. Some kids don't. And I think he's handled it fantastically and, uh, you know, really taking, especially like those young freshmen, he's taking them under his wing and, um, talks about, all right, look, if you hit it here right now, you could hit the cutback lane and go versus you hit it here. Like, yeah, you're probably going to get six, but, you hit this cutback lane now you can get 15 and so it's been good having him there um so again especially for those young guys and just having that voice of of someone who's done it who's been there who's been in the battles and uh and, you know again just really proud of that's an important part for a program right especially when you talk about a smaller setting like what you guys have if you know you don't have as many players as the 5a and the 6a schools that's really an important part of having a program. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. We talk about all the time. Like, uh, I think our culture is really strong right now. Um, our, our seniors get it. You know, they, they, they understand that it's important for them to play well, but they want to leave the program better than they found it. You know, it's important to them that when they leave, the legacy is more than just they won games they want the legacy to be we helped build a program that could sustain even after we left. And so really all those guys, you know, you look around, you go Brooks and Heifel and Gabe and, and Jesse and Dotson. So like we have so many seniors and, you know, they all do such a real, uh, such a great job of, of again, understanding that they want MTCS to be good f- for as long as possible and they want to make sure that their fingerprints are all over the program. And it's more than, again, just, yeah, you won some games when you were here, and then you left, and that was it, right? They, they, want, to, they want to make sure that when they're gone, that the program's still in good hands, and they've done a really good job of, of helping those young guys along and, and uh, teaching them uh, our standard. And I'm sure that you, as a head football coach, 10 years from now, if you're still at Millen Sussie Christian, you want Eli Wilson coming back, right? You want Gates Garen coming back. You want those kids to come back and be on the sideline and cheer and know that they help be a part of what you've got going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's, I think that's my favorite part of coaching is, uh, you know, last night we had a bunch of former players um, kind of swing by and really throughout the whole year, we've had a bunch of different guys come through and, you know, I tell them all like, look, you're, you, because you graduated, you're not gone, right? You're not, you're not a, you're no longer separated or you're not separated from the program. Like come down, come to the sidelines, be down there, be excited, you know, and, um, you know, the, you were here and when you graduate, you're still part of MTCS. You're still part of our culture. And, uh, you know, it's always fun when those, when those guys come back and, and celebrate with the kids on the sidelines and, and, you know, just pass that little bit of wisdom that they've gotten. And, uh, you know, just, it's always fun. So let, we've talked about some of the kids who made the 41 in the aspect, but let's talk about some of the kids who pitched a shutout, the zero books. A shutout is always something you can hang your hat on. 
Seth Harris, 10 tackles, two for loss and a sack. How about that kid? Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's so long. And uh, it, the again, he's another one. The, the growth that he's made since his sophomore year here has, has been fantastic. Um, the, the work he's put in and in the weight room and, you know, over summers and spring and all that stuff, it's, it's great to see it translate to Friday nights. Um, he's having a great year. He understands exactly what he's supposed to do. He doesn't try and do too much. He plays his role. And, uh, you know, really excited for him. I know he got bummed last night. He uh, he made a great play off the edge and deflected a pass and picked it off, but they had called a procedural penalty, and so uh, it got called back on because the other team had a penalty. Right. And so, uh, you know, but again, that's just a testament to he was in the right place. He was right where he was supposed to be, got his hands up, made a play, and, uh, you know, he's, gotten, he's a really sure tackler and uh, really excited about him. How about Brooks Jones? 13 tackles. So you had two guys with double-digit tackles. How about Brooks Jones? Man, Brooks Jones, he's he's so fun to watch. He's uh, the, the the energy that he plays with is infectious. And uh, we talk about all the time with – he's our energizer bunny. And I don't I don't know that I've ever seen him tired. And he you could put him every single snap of every single game, and he's his last play of the game, he's going to be just as, just as excited as, his, as the first play. Um, you know he's he's a special player. Uh, we actually got a really cool moment last night. He has uh, his little brother's an eighth grader, and uh, so late in the game we had moved him up, so we were able to get him in there for for two or three snaps and let him play next to each other because it'd probably be the only time they're ever to put able to play a sport together. And so it was cool watching Brooks and Cooper kind of line up next to each other and uh, get get to play together. And so that was that was fun. That's one of those, you know, kind of shining moments, right, Coach? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's high school sports, right? You can't beat it. And it's just, it's different than anything else. And, uh, you know, I I know uh, the kids were excited about it, you know. And so it was just, it was a really cool moment for them to be able to to go out and and play with, you know, play with each other and kind of get to experience that Friday Night Lights together. And then... Uh, you know, after after this year, it'll be kind of a passing of a guard. You know, Brooks will graduate, and then Cooper will be a freshman, and you know, we get to we get to keep a Jones on the roster. So it's always a good thing, and uh, you know, really excited about him. The the shutout was that important? I know it's important as a coach, but it may be more important for the players and those when those guys like the little brother was in there. Important for them to maintain that shutout. Yeah, I think it's always a bigger deal uh, for the players. You know, it's fun. Right, like it's it's fun to to end a game with with a zero for the other team. Um, I don't know that it's normally a a goal we set. You know, we just want to we want to play good defense. You know, and if that means you know young guys are in and they scored, young guys are in and they scored. But you know, being able to to go out and finish that game, you know, I'm proud of them. Being able to to maintain focus even when when the score got a little lopsided, you know, that's, that's important. And, uh, you know, again, really excited for them. I think they, uh, they understood, you know, that, you know, first seniors, this is their only shot at PCA. And so they wanted to make sure that they went out and they took their best shot and they did. And, um, you know, and, you know, again, they're, they were really pumped at the end of it. I was really excited at the end of it. You know, I'm really happy for them. Um, you know, so, I say it all the time. They get four years of high school football. 
you know, hopefully I'm coaching for a long time, but when you're playing, you get four years and that's it. And so it's the, the program will all, always be about the kids. It's, it's not about me. I'll new groups will come in and I'll coach new kids and we'll move on and do all these things. But you know, for, for that, for that individual kid, he's got four years. And so it's our job as coaches to make sure that it's the best four years they can possibly have. And, uh, you know, again, I think these seniors have really taken advantage of it. And, uh, you know, hopefully we got, uh, we got quite a few more before they, uh, have to hang up anything, hang anything up. Nine games into your head coaching career at Middle Tennessee Christian school, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I say it, I I tell people all the time. I go, look, the, the kids make me look a lot smarter than I am. We've got a really good group of kids, and uh, we can kind of just put them out there, and they know what to do, and and uh, they they execute really well. Uh, we we're really talented. Um, you know, so it's been it's been a fun ride. It's kind of been a whirlwind. You know, get hired uh, when spring practice is going on. And so it's been spring practice, summer practice season. And so um, I think at the end of the year, I'll really be able to kind of look back and really, really appreciate everything that's kind of happened up to this point. Um, but right now, really, it's it's about getting into our meeting tomorrow and getting ready to play Ezel and and maintaining the the same process that we've we've had for the first nine games, and uh, you know making sure the coaching staff's doing the same thing we're asking the players, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, well, I'm a big thoroughbred racing guy, and some of my horse training buddies always say good horses make them look a whole lot smarter. So, right, <laughs> kudos to you for that, Coach. A whole lot for you being a Thursday night game. Uh, not really. Um, normally, we'd practice on a Sunday, but one of our former coaches, you know, decided to get married during football season. So, he's actually getting married uh-huh. tomorrow. Well- yeah, it's going to be at a wedding tomorrow. Um, so, we'll we'll meet early Sunday get the get the meeting out of the way make sure we're still good there and then we'll have our normal monday tuesday practice and then wednesday will kind of be a hybrid of our wednesday thursday practice and then uh we'll go practice or we'll go play a game on thursday um again i think having such a a senior heavy team is going to make that easier and then uh you know put the ball down let's go finish up this regular season and then get ready for the playoffs the focus is just being the best Milton Tennessee Christian that you can be on next Thursday night. Absolutely. That's what we talk about all the time. When, when we talk about our standard, it's, it's our energy and our effort. Right? I don't, I don't care who we're playing. And, uh, you know, we could be playing the, uh, a 10 and O team. We can play an O and 10 team. It, it doesn't matter to us. Our process doesn't change. We're going to do the same things throughout the week. Um, uh, we're going to do the same things in game. You know, if, if we play to our standard, then I like us. And so, you know, we've, we've done a really good job nine weeks through of, of playing to our standard. And so now we've just got to make sure that, that we maintain that standard throughout the rest of the season. Coach, you know, I, I, there's something that you said to well, the first interview that I did with you earlier in the year, being okay is not okay. And uh, man, I love that. You, you got lots of that good stuff, all those good football quotes Obviously, your kids are listening to you, right? Because they're paying attention to what you're trying to teach them. Yeah, yeah. They uh, again, they do. They do such a good job. They understand, uh, you know, what they understand the process. They understand what it takes to be to be really good. And um, you know, they're like you know, like you said, like they're not okay with with just playing okay. You know, we we play Kings two weeks ago, and 
our SEC offensive linemen's in my office going, Coach, I didn't play very well. What do I need to do to play better? And the the funny thing about it is there's articles written about that game, about how great he looked in the game. And so, um, you know, again, that's just a testament to him of, of they're, they're not okay with – just being good enough to win like they they want to be perfect and uh you know and that's that's their goal every single week and so when they're not i've and he's not the only one i've had other ones in in my office throughout the year going coach i didn't you know i didn't play very well what what can i do to fix it and so when when your players are so self-driven um you know that's what makes that's what makes it fun that's what makes it special coach appreciate you wish you the best of luck awesome appreciate it Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Back here on MTCS Cougar Corner to wrap things up. Before we talk some volleyball, I did want to make mention, I didn't do this last week and I should have, but uh, girls varsity soccer ended their season on uh, October 5th and just wanted to mention some names because uh, Braden Stewart sent me uh, information about some of the seniors and I hope I do the names correctly. I'm, I'm going to try to do my best here and I apologize in advance if I don't. Eliza Beatty. Uh, Alana Bratton, Bella Burdett, Matea Carmela, Carmela rather, uh, Ava Grubbs, Savannah Harrell, Elizabeth Smith, Jackson Stone, Lindsey Wisnowski, uh, all players and senior managers, Jameson Bonds and Madison Busey. Um, Braden Stewart, coach, wanted to uh, make mention of those and uh, congratulations on another season for. Middle Tennessee Christian School varsity soccer and especially to those seniors. Well, the volleyball season is over with a final mark of 42 and 5 
And here's a bit of a recap of how things went to get there. The Cougars advanced to the Final Four since the last time we talked. Second straight year that uh, Coach Troy Berry has uh, had that happen with the Lady Cougars. They took down a very tough Notre Dame team last Saturday to bring home a 3-2 victory. That was a road win at Notre Dame. So the Cougars got uh, to come home and took on North Point Christian in the Final Four. And um, senior middle blocker Lily Watson became the new school record holder for career blocks as well. Uh, Haley Hudson in that uh, game on Saturday, 55 assists. That's a career high and a school record. 17 digs, three aces, and a kill in that one. Also a career high, 19 kills for Lily Watson, six digs, two blocks, and an ace. And a career high, 17 kills for Jada Burns and eight digs. A career high, seven kills for Maddie Moore and two blocks. So that uh, put them in the final four. Of course, MTCS hosting the Final Four in volleyball, and with a 42-3 and record, opened up the Final Four with a victory over North Point Christian. The Cougars uh, advanced with the 3-1 win to the winner's bracket final and uh, took on district rival PCA. Um, Anna Clay Shirley with a career-high 23 kills in the Tuesday victory over North Point Christian. A career-high 21 kills for Jada Burns, and... Um, it was 50 assists for Haley Hudson, 12 digs, three aces, and a kill. That takes us to their game with PCA, and boy, was this back and forth. Uh, PCA won the first set 25-21. MTCS wins the second 27-25. PCA wins the third 28-26. MTCS wins the fourth 25-18. And the decisive fifth, PCA 15 to 8. So a 3 2 win for Providence Christian. And uh, MTCS takes the loss. And uh, it was a double elimination uh, situation there. 26 kills for Jada Burns, a career high for her. Haley Hudson with 54 assists, eight digs, and three aces. That put uh, MTCS in the uh, loser's bracket, if you will, and their season comes to an end against St. George's Independent High School. Uh, Five-set battle in that one as well. Taking the first, 25-16, dropping the second, 25-22, and the third, 25-20, battling back to win the fourth, 25-20, but lose the fifth and deciding, 15-11. Uh, to 11. A career-high 25 kills for Anna Clay Shirley, 14 digs and an ace, 19 kills, 5 digs and an ace for Lily Watson, and 53 assists, 17 digs for Haley Hudson. So MTCS finishes the season in third place, the third-place team in the state of Tennessee, and their second five-set battle. Man, I tell you, it was a tough tournament. The 2023 Cougars set a new school record for 42 wins, and finish out the season with their second straight third-place finish in the state. Something else. Congrats to MTCS Volleyball and Troy Berry. All right, what's coming up here? A pretty busy schedule today. Middle school and varsity climbing is over at Climb Murfreesboro, taking uh, on um, all of the obstacles there, if you will. And uh, cheer competition 
is down in Huntsville this weekend, so they're very busy. On Monday, middle school girls and boys soccer taking on Davidson Academy on the road. And Tuesday, girls and boys cross country is at Sanders Ferry Park. On Thursday, girls varsity uh, soccer tournament, that's uh, TBA at this point. Girls middle school at Providence Christian Academy, girls and boys middle school soccer. And uh, on Thursday night, it's the uh, varsity football game versus Ezell Harding. We will be there, and we'll be broadcasting the game at 7 o'clock. So hope you'll join us here on WGNS. Primetime sports begins at 6 o'clock with Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, and Danny Brewer. Then Clark is going to, or I'm sorry, then Rod is going to come out to MTCS and join myself and John Dinkins as we uh, broadcast the MTCS and Ezel Harding game on Thursday night. Friday night, it's the Battle of the Borough, Oakland and Riverdale here on WGNS, and then back here next Saturday morning for the Coach's Conversation. Well, that's going to do it this morning. Thank you so very, very much for joining us here today. I want to thank uh, John Dinkins and Danny Brewer for helping out with all the interviews this morning. Our producer, Dalton Barrett, another fine job as always. And thank you for tuning in. Next Saturday morning, back for the Prentice Hall's Heating and Air Coaches Corner starts at 8 a.m. sharp, so be sure to join us then and MTCS Cougar Corner next Saturday morning at 10.15. I'm Brian Barrett. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week. When I had to, I had to change many different things about my life. <laughs> yeah. I had to change a lot. Okay, let me ask um, you this. The, Wait a second. Yes. Was